We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Welcome to Nada Grande Outdoors podcast. This week I am joined by my lovely wife, Dana. Welcome. Hey, honey. Um, hey, guys. So this week, this week we're going to talk about me and Dana's new hobby, our, our new venture. Um, we are going to dive off headfirst into the world of backpacking. Yes. Um, I'll get into a little bit of that. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit more or a lot more here in a minute. Um, uh, first, I want to say, you know, we, we've got... We've been we've been sparingly doling out our podcast here lately. Um, Kyle's been pretty busy up north, uh, taking on a new job, uh, getting moved to his new location, stuff like that. So we haven't been able to get together too much, and um, so we haven't had a lot of podcasts stocked up to release. But we got some really cool stuff coming. Um, we had uh, we had our antelope hunt, Kyle and Deedon and I. Uh, went on our antelope hunt, um, and so we've got a uh, that in the books, and we'll have a podcast on that soon. Um, we've got a, a trip planned with this year's Hunt It Forward participants. Uh, we're going to go up to the Whittington Center and do some shooting with them, um, get them uh, dialed in uh, and ready for for their hunt, which is coming up uh, later on this year as well. So we'll have some some podcasts about that. Uh, I've got a couple of things scheduled. I've got, um, uh, Hunter Safety, mm-hmm. uh, guy's going to come on and do a podcast with me. I've got a, uh, taxidermist slash meat, meat slash meat processor, uh, that is going to come on and do a podcast with me. Um, and then Kyle and Dedon and I have some, some hunts coming up. Uh, we've got. What do we got? We got an elk hunt coming up here pretty mm-hmm. quick. We've got a deer hunt coming up pretty quick. Um, later on in the year, we have Magdalena's deer hunt, so that's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. I have um, a couple of Barbary tags, so uh, you know we'll be able to do, talk some about doing some Barbary hunting. I know that Kyle already uh, had a Barbary hunt. Earlier this year, um, this summer, we went to Texas. Uh, we just did a podcast about that, um, about Kyle taking that Barbary and me doing some helicopter hog hunting. That was pretty cool. Um, big thanks to Chet Ferris for all of that. Um, so that's that's some of the stuff that we got coming up. Um, but right now, tonight, like I said, me and Dana are going to talk about our venture into the backpacking, the very expensive backpacking world. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an investment. And we're trying to pace ourselves so that it won't be as painful as far as letting go of our cash. Right, right. Well, we've got... <laughs> All at once. We've got, what, we've got six, seven, eight months between... Now on our first trip, what is it? I'm going to count on my fingers. Watch this, guys. See, <laughs> October, November, December, January, February, March, April, 
Yeah, six, seven months, you know, late yes. March, early April. Um, and we've already collected a couple of small items that were yeah. readily available when we went to the store. So we got them and yeah. we're keeping them in a one little spot. I think it'll have to grow into like a, one of those Rubbermaid totes. Yeah, it's going to have to a couple of Rubbermaid totes. There's a lot of us going. I said tope, not tote. <laughs> tote. Tote. Topes are appropriate um, for backpacking. Right. So, what? Topographical maps. That's a topo. See? Or as, as weird Arizona people named Gear Junkie Jerry call them, topos. It's a topo, Jerry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> Gear Junkie Jerry, shout out to my buddy. He's he's been a lot of help. Um, I've been picking his brain um, here lately about all the backpacking stuff and all the different kind of gears. You know that's that's who he is, Gear Junkie Jerry. I call him that for a reason. I also call him Pocahontas, but that's just to annoy him. There's not really a reason behind that one. Can he paint with all the colors of the wind or something? Fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. He he. Uh, he, I call people. Pe- I call people Pocahontas. I don't know why. That's true. Um, you know me with names. I don't remember names very well. I forget years from time to time. Don't know the names of either of my kids. Um, any of my kids, really. Uh, I'm not good with names. So when I need a name, real quick, it's hey Pocahontas. I know. When I first met you and you'd call me Doll, I thought it was a term of endearment. Turns out he just didn't know my name. <laughs> I knew it started with a D. Or he was scared he'd say it, the wrong name. It was, it was doll or dumbass. <laughs> started with a D, Dana. Started I with know. a D. <laughs> no. Um Yeah, that was that was that was more it. Um the the wrong name thing. Mm-hmm. I I had a girlfriend once that um we got into an argument and if there's 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 two times in particular that you don't want to say the wrong name. One of them is during an argument, and I'll let your imagination come up with the other. Um, but those two times you don't want to say the wrong name, and I said the wrong name during an argument, um, and I'm not real sure which is worse. Uh, man... That was bad. Well, don't, don't do, it, wasn't, time, it wasn't you, though. I've never called you by the wrong name. No, you haven't. And the other time that you said you should never use the wrong name, you got the name right. Huh? When we got married, you got my name right. Oh, that wasn't what that wasn't at all. Of course, the when priest kind of gave you like your cue anyway. That wasn't at all <laughs> what I was. Well, you told me you I, were. Okay, let, let's go through this again. There's two times. You don't want to call a woman by the wrong name. I figured getting married was one of those. I love you and your sweet, innocent self, honey. Thank Absolutely you. love you and your sweet, innocent We're just trying self. to keep it clean around here. Th- yeah, that's that's okay. Then you shouldn't have me on the podcast. <laughs> you shouldn't have me on my podcast. <laughs> that's, that's not the time, Dana. Um <laughs> Um, if, if they couldn't, if they couldn't figure out what the other time say was, say the wrong name when you're getting married. If you say the wrong name when you're getting married, um, then you know, that's a movie or a TV show. But 
you can't say the wrong name when you're getting married. If you say the wrong name when you're getting married, you're just an idiot. And that's the best time to say the wrong name. <laughs> How do you figure? Because if you're thinking of somebody else when you're up there getting married, you shouldn't be getting married to that person. So that's the best that's time true. to be saying the wrong name. Very true. Well, cool. So, squirrel. <laughs> Back to backpacking. I should have said chipmunk because <clears throat> I had the wrong name. <laughs> I found a... Back to backpacking. I found this um, little page in the back of my planner. Rodney and I were driving down the road one day. Dana's making lists now. Well, actually, Rodney said, do you have a piece of paper? Write this down. Oh, yeah? (laughs) That's a list that we... And see, here's what's funny. Because... All right, so... Not too too long ago, I did... uh, Me and Kyle... Um, and we had Dedon involved and, and Ty Jackson, Kyle's brother, as well in this podcast. We did a podcast about um, this article that was put out by, and you've, got, you've, you've all heard it, but this article that was put out by the New Mexico uh, Wildlife Federation that was, you know, eh, eh, questionable. Um, but anyway, it had to do with the drawing odds and the percentage of hunters that draw tags, resident, non-resident. Blah, 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 blah. But anyway, during the preparation of that podcast, I made a pretty, well, I didn't really make, I, um, filled I wanna, out. I don't want to say modified. I added to, well, the, the department puts out a, a draw results, uh, spreadsheet, right? In Excel. And it has all the hunt codes and, all the percentages of who drew, who applied, blah, 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 all the way down through it. And anyway, it was that spreadsheet that I used um, to to substantiate our point uh, against the New Mexico Wildlife Federation's article that they published. Um, and it took me quite a, quite a lot of work to, um, like I said, I don't want to say manipulate or change. But I added to, basically... Um, uh, to that spreadsheet but anyway it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and it's done now the podcast has been put out the spreadsheet is complete um, and I needed a new project hence the backpacking yeah and so we were driving to Las Cruces right yeah and, and that was that was the point I was making though so I needed a new project and so we've got this backpacking stuff. And what cracks me up is I've got this pretty extensive list, this spreadsheet of all the different items that we're looking at purchasing and their cost and their weight and their shape and their size, um, ounces and pounds. For each person. And, and then I break it down into each person and our packs and how much each person is carrying. And then I have the food broken down um, in, in serving sizes and pouches and, and uh, uh, calories and, and all of this. And I've built this whole list, right? And I've never seen that list until right now. Well, apparently you were watching the road, which is just what you should have done because yeah. you said I, I dictated it to you. Or you, who, who, who's, who's the dictator? I guess you are. Yeah. Okay. There we go. You're the dictatee. 
The transcriptionist. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. So you transcribed my dictation as we were driving down the road, and that's the first time I've seen that list, and I've got our spreadsheet. It's almost done. So that's entertaining. Yeah, so things for trips. And it starts off with four backs. Erks. Four backs? Yeah. Right. Four backpacks. Trekking poles. One to two tents. Hammocks and canopies with a question mark. Sleeping pads, sleeping bags, pillows, cook stove, utensils, bowls, cook pot, steri pen, water bottles, headlamps, survival guide, medical kit, flint and steel, lighter, duct tape, paracord, survival kit. So I can... I can tell you with certainty that is a very inadequate list. <laughs> well, we we started it at about Oregon and finished at about the exit from I from Highway 70 to I-25. That's not a very long drive. No, from there but, to there. But still. So we got quite a bit written down. Yeah. And also we made a list of Possible places we'd like to go. Oh yeah, I've I've got that. I've got our first. I've got our first. Um, the first overnight trip planned, and I say overnight, but I mean multiple overnights. Our first long. It's going to be a, a four day, three night trip planned um, into a wilderness up in northern New Mexico. Um, very, very, very excited about. Um, about that. It's a place, so me and Dedon actually hunted deer up in 52 near Trespi Address. Um, and wanted, when, when we were hunting up there, I really wanted to hike off and hunt in the Crucis Basin Wilderness. Um, and we didn't get to, just things, things didn't work out to where, to where we got to go do that. So I've always wanted to go off in there. I don't know why, but it's, uh, uh, it's something that I've wanted to do. So now that we're going to be doing these backpacking trips, um, I couldn't think of a better place than that. That's also, that's also when we rode the, the Coombers Toltec railroad out of Chama, Mm -hmm. it, that, that track borders, uh, you know, we go along some of that wilderness on the, on the, on the tracks in that train, on that train ride that we took. So we got to see some of that country. Oh yeah. Um, so that'll that'll be pretty cool. I couldn't I couldn't think of a better first um, multi night trip. Yes. Um, so number one, one, we've got to get packs. Number two, we've already got places that we want to go. Yep. Um, we got a list of gear that yes. we've got to get. And so, kind of the plan, I think, going forward, mm-hmm. is you know, um, so I kind of want to. It's a little humbling, you know. We do we do this hunt it forward stuff, right? Yeah, uh, Kyle and I, and basically what hunt it forward is is we're teaching people who who don't know anything about it but want to get into the sport of hunting. Mm-hmm. We're taking them step by step through the process, uh, as much of it as we can cram into their heads in a season. And then even following up the, the following year, you know, from all the way from from hunting to applying to hunts 
to hunting again the next season, you know, the whole, the whole process, everything that it takes. Um, and I don't realize, I think sometimes how much information there is. And so now going through this, as we're starting this process, cause it's brand new to me. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's a lot of, there's a lot of similarities, um, in between back backpacking and, and hunting. Right. Yeah. But it's very daunting in all of the things that you've got to think about um, and uh, plan for. So especially when so, you're taking your family. So, you know, you've got hunt it forward. Maybe we need somebody to start a pack it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Program. Well, I, it's something that's doable. I mean, it's not cheap. But it's something that's doable. Anybody that's got a little bit of outdoor knowledge, I think, can get it done. And especially in today's day and age. Yes. You know, if this was 30 years ago, um, you know, your dad mm. got into backpacking. You know, where where did he learn it? Well, he was a wildland firefighter, so he learned a lot probably just from that. Yeah, but if, if, he, wasn't, if he wasn't and he would have had to get into it, where is he going to learn? No, oh, he probably would have. Talk to somebody that he knew who knew a little bit about it or yeah. something, you or, know? Or, or talk to Dewey. <laughs> Dewey? The Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> For Pete's sake, Dana, get on the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Dewey so, Decimal System. We so were talking about that earlier, yeah. and you said I aged us. So, you know, like 30 years ago, we would have been using the Dewey Decimal System. Right? Exactly. And that's, that's 20 how to 25 to... years ago, we'd have been using dial-up. And so, you know, yeah. we'd have just been like doodling on a doodle pad by the computer while we waited for the right. internet to dial up right. and the page to load. Right. But but nowadays, you know, you've got, you've got YouTube, like Siri. Facebook, Instagram. What's the number one backpack in the backpacking Pinterest. industry? Yeah, it's, it's all right there at your fingertips. So, so, you know, and it's like that with hunting too. The difference, the, I think the main difference in, in Hunt It Forward, the main thing in Hunt It Forward uh, difference in, in that and this backpacking stuff is, is in hunting, you're taking a life. Yeah. And you have to... You have to show respect to that life. You have to process it. You have to take it home. You have to take care of it. Don't you have waste to prepare it. it. You know, so, so the pressure is different. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in backpacking, it's a lot easier because you can start very small. And you can start small in hunting. You know, we're starting our Hunt It Forward participants in, in large game hunting, big game hunting. Um, you can start small. You can start with fish, and you can start with with, with fowl. Um, but um, and, and in, in in backpacking, you know, you can start on a day hike, and you don't hardly need anything other than a comfortable pair of shoes and a bottle of water to go. Yeah, you on can a find hike. an easy little trail. There's mm-hmm. several right around here that yeah. you can park, walk. Exactly. Enjoy the scenery and the exercise, whatever. Go back to your car and come home. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's easy enough to go on a mountain overnight trip and just kind of like camp out of the car, basically. Yeah. Go on a little hike during the day, kind of test out our gear that we do have. Mm-hmm. See what works. Make sure our shoes and our socks are comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, 
that's a benefit to me being a hunter and, and you being used to the outdoors um, is is that we and, and we do have a lot of gear. What I'm finding is a lot of our gear that we have is worthless for packing. There's a ton of it that is. Yeah. It's because when we camp, we do big camp. We do big camp. And and when we're doing <clears throat> this backpacking stuff, it's all going to be on our backs. Mm-hmm. So there there's a ton of I mean, there's some stuff that that translates, you know, like I've got some rain gear that's going to translate really well. You know, and that's expensive. So, but at the same token, I I, I find myself thinking, don't I want to be taking my rain gear on this pack trip because I don't want to jack up my hunting rain gear <laughs> and not have it when I need it on my hunt. So there's some things, you know, like one of the things, uh, the first thing on that list that you mentioned is backpacks. Mm-hmm. And we discussed this. Um, I've got a hunting backpack that I've been saving up for. I'm, I'm going to get a Kafaru, um, crap, what is it called? Fulcrum. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's the Kafaru Awesome. Um, no, it's the Kafaru Fulcrum. Um, and that pack, when all said and done, is going to cost me about... Between eight and a th- 800 and $1,000. About $800, dollars $900, you know. Um, it's going to cost me about that just for the pack and stuff. And then when I get accessories extra, you know, the, the value of it will go up. But one, we've got a lot of money to spend on this backpacking stuff. So I don't want to slow that down by having to spend that much on that backpack two i don't want to be taking that backpack on packing trips just i don't that's Mm -hmm. for hunting and i want it to last me for 20 years so i don't want to be using it 10 times a year on pack trips i want to use it you know on the two or three or four actual big game hunts that i get to go on um yeah it'll last me for the rest of my life because a pack that i'm gonna spend that money on is is gonna be the only pack that i have forever yeah um one good I thing I, I can't afford it unless i do it that way yeah and it's it's kind of um scary thinking about purchasing a backpack that costs 200 to 500 dollars whatever it may be or for the kafaro pack and wondering if it's going to end up being comfortable on a long hike yeah because most of us at some point in our life have ended up with a pair of shoes that were miserably uncomfortable and, miserably and you were stuck expensive. with them because you were out and about somewhere, you know, and you couldn't just get a new pair of shoes and you couldn't go barefoot. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And that's, and they were probably expensive. So you can't afford to buy new shoes and mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. It's, and, and so we've talked about that multiple times on the podcast is, um, trying gear out yeah i Um, think we could go to some places in albuquerque maybe taos you know places here that are not too far away where people do this sort of thing regularly we could try on packs people who know something about it can tell us whether or not it fits right tell us what they've learned yeah and that's another thing too with this packing stuff everything is so personalized Mm -hmm. to you i mean everything is so specific so as as i've been going through creating this spreadsheet for all of us and everything that we're going to do, I'm realizing that even a lot of the things for Maggie and Jackson, they're, they're specific to that person. You know, there's a lot of things that just, you know, like, like the bowls or plates or whatever we're, we decide that we're going to get to eat out of. They're pretty. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that are very specific to, to a person. And that's, that's interesting because a, a lot of hunting stuff can be specific. You know, like if you, uh, the, the caliber of rifle that you're carrying is typically 
specific to a person, but it doesn't have to be, you know, especially if you're borrowing it. It's just whatever you can find to borrow. Um, but aside from, you know, personal preference and caliber or binocular or, or bow, um, it's, it doesn't have to be as specific. Any camo will do. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, it's, yeah, it's but, more you know, of, the backpack, you have to make sure it's the right length for your yeah, your it's, back. It's got to be the right size. It's got to be the right... And I tried on a couple everything. of packs, and I noticed that some of them pinched my neck mm-hmm. right at the back where the straps attached to the pack, and some of them didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so some of it gets pretty specific to to the person. So, mm-hmm. that's another interesting. I've been looking at fact. shoes for backpacking, and they kind of run the gamut. I tend to like a low profile shoe. A lot of the hiking boots that I see kind of look like they were meant for. Yeah, you see rocky country or something, yeah, you know, you and see it's almost of, like an ankle brace right? and a boot together. Right. And you see a lot of, you know, in, in the videos and stuff that I've watched, you see a lot of, um, they, what do they call those, those, not naked shoes. What the hell are they called? Oh, barefoot, barefoot Vivo barefoot. Yeah, barefoot I don't shoes, know. but they're like, they're like the, socks, but shoes. They look like, they look like a foot because they've got the toes built into no, them. No, not like that. Oh. <laughs> but, but just, they're just, they're, they're, they're very small, very lightweight. They mm-hmm. don't come up above the ankles and I'm looking at those and I'm thinking, it's that's, almost like a moccasin, but it's a sneaker. Yeah, that's not going to cover my foot, <laughs> you know. But then they're also out there in shorts, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and as a hunter, you know, most of my stuff is done in the winter, um, and so you're covered head to toe. Uh, so it's a lot different, you know. The, the thought of actually getting to go to the mountains, which I camp a lot, so it's not like it's completely foreign to me. But the thought of being able to go to the mountains in a pair of shorts is, it's different. Yeah. Than what I'm used to. Well, you're always kind of thinking about snakes and the yeah. cold and well, brush. Yeah, and... I always think about snakes. I'm, we're going to be doing this in the high country, so I don't have to worry about that as much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I kind of like, I kind of like shoes that are not too bulky, you know. Plus, they talk about having a lightweight pair of shoes that are yeah. kind of like water. Camp shoes, water, water shoes, shoes yeah. camp shoes. So if you got a pair of those skinny sneakers, I don't know what yeah. else to say about them. Like then you could probably have your regular hiking boots, so you could wear the boots. And then when you get to camp, you'd have the lightweight shoes. Or yeah. if you wanted to cross a body of water, I like the like a uh, river. I, I, I've always liked to have me a, a a boot with a little heft to it, you know, in case I have to kick a bear or something. <laughs> so, yeah, it's my preference. I'll have to, I don't know. It's really it's, tough yeah, because there's, there's this is going to take time because where we live, you you don't have places to shop for this stuff. No, we don't. You don't have places where you can just go try it on because, honestly, you have to drive to backpacking country. Well, we live in backpacking country. That's, yeah, but that's, we live, we in, live backpack, in it, but nobody does it here. Country, nobody, so. Well, they do, but they're not, we don't know any of them, but we don't know many people. Well, <laughs> we know we know a lot of people. We just, I don't know anybody that backpacks. No. I, I don't. No. Um, so... I, but, like, if I'm going to do this and I'm not going to leave my house, I'm going to be um, mail ordering these from Zappos or someplace that has right. free shipping on returns and everything. Right. So I can just have them sent to my house, try them, 
Yeah, but you don't, get to get, you don't get to truly try them. You don't get to try them on the trail. Yeah. And that's the only place that you can truly try something. Truly break it in and truly see if it's going to work is on the trail. When, when you're doing shoes, it's it's hit or miss. Because you, you, you walk around in your house for a full day without scuffing them up so you can try them. But that's, they're not tried yet. We stopped at this outdoor store in Steamboat Springs, and it was really cool. And... They would fit your shoes to you, but they had these little fake mountains with rocks, and you could go up and down hill, and the guys that were fitting the shoes to you were like, all right, now you need to jump so you can see if your feet slide forward or backward in the yeah. shoe, if it pulls. They had you do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's not like, like you said, where you're in your living room and you're just trying not to scuff it up on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's completely different. But, but you know, that's what you, that's what you do. So we need to certain things. That's what you do. You know, we're going to get to go to some stores that do have some stuff that are not too far away, um, you know, and try some stuff on and check some stuff out and get our hands on some, some gear, you know, before we purchase it. Um, we were able to get our hands on some packs that we want to try out. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Um, you know, not the exact packs that we're getting, but the same company. So that, that makes it nice to get, to be able to, you know, feel it, test it out, see how they're made. Yeah, stuff see like the that. quality and everything. Yeah. And plus most of them they have a similar similar fit suspension system kind of feel to them. So so that's good, but there's so much there's so much stuff that you got to get that you need. Well, one thing we've uh, been looking at is the food. Yeah. Um and you guys were well, you were talking about how there are certain brands that maybe don't cost as much, but they also don't have the same um, nutri nutrient. Nutritional value. Ex thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Ex yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So. Let's say they weigh the same amount. You know, you have this one that's only got some five grams of protein. This one's well, got 10 grams of protein, but yeah. they both weigh three quarters of a pound. Yeah. Well, you so ought they, to just take the one that's got more protein. They got, they got. Well, I mean, it's, it, if, if if only it were that simple. Um, so everything comes comes down to um, three things, basically. Um, as far as our gear, it comes down to price, weight, and size. Size. Um, and and when it comes to the food, it comes down to um, price versus calories versus protein. Mm -hmm. they're all pretty much the same as far as servings. So they have, they're all either two servings or one and a half servings or two and a half servings, right? But the difference is, you know, price versus calories versus protein. Versus protein. And so this one will be two servings, but it's, you know, 150 calories per serving. And it's, all of them, a serving is a cup. So, but then this one will be, you know, and that, and that one is eight bucks. And then this one is 12 bucks and it's two servings. Um, and it's, you know, uh, 400 calories per serving. And then you've got to look at the protein that's in each of them. So you got to kind of weigh all of that, you know, so mm -hmm. it, maybe it's worth it more to pay the higher price. Uh, and then you also have to look at the weight of them. Because um, this two cups might weigh less than this two cups, but this two cups got twice the calories. 
um, but it costs more, and it ha they both have the same um, protein. You know, so so there's just there's just so much, and that's why they make spreadsheets. That's true. I'm still laughing about that guy on the YouTube video yeah. with the yeah. chairs. Right. Yeah, we she, Dana was showing me a video about, and, and she's totally right on this. So she saw this guy that that is was talking about how he wished that he would have um, started out backpacking by taking a chair, and he was comparing these two chairs and. Um, he was talking about got down to weight of the chairs and one of them they're both basically the same size but one of them was they were like eight ounces difference 15.7 ounces mm -hmm. um, which is just shy of a pound and the other one was um, 16.3 ounces and which is just over a pound and so he was like for those of you who are getting all sideways with your spreadsheet over that Six, your pulse is going. Six ounces. <laughs> your blood pressure's going up. Yeah. Just thinking about the extra ounce. And the wife just looks over at me because she knows that I've got a massive spreadsheet going on on the, going going out on this already. I was uh, giggling. Yeah, good. it was pretty entertaining. Um, he looked a little sheepish. He didn't look sheepish. What have I ever looked sheepish? That's about the time I asked you if you wanted to get an alpaca to carry our backpacking right? gear for us. Right. <laughs> um, I don't want an alpaca. Come on, you uh, can harvest the wool. Long, no, I don't want to harvest wool. And then you can make your base layers. I don't want to harvest wool. I don't want to shave an alpaca. I don't shave me. I'm not shaving an alpaca. Maybe a llama, and I'm not shaving that either. <coughs> Excuse me. But no, I mean, but it's, it's a good option if you want to carry more stuff and not worry about weight. Throw an alpaca or a llama in the back of the truck. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't have to shoe them. I'd probably have to shoe them a lot. Get out of camp. Shoe, shoe. <laughs> shoe the flies they bring. Now I'll just walk. Sounds like a better idea. But anyway, we're going to, you know, we're going to dive into this. Um, we're, and I think we're going to do a series of podcasts um, and bring you listeners on. Maybe we'll get some YouTube videos put up. Um Tell you what we tell you what like, we, what we don't like, yeah. and why, and what we found out, mistakes we've made. I'm sure we're going to make a lot of them. Hopefully, um, they're not the expensive kind. Things, I'd rather make mistakes on cheap stuff. Right, things that we've learned. You know, we'll we'll drag you guys through with us. Uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy it. Uh, if you've got any tips or tricks that you want to share, send them our way. Send them our way. We'll check them out. Stuff like that. You can. Tag Not a Grande Outdoors in, I don't know, backpacking stuff you see on Instagram or something like that so we can see things that we haven't found, maybe. Yeah, I've, I've found it all. Have you reached the end of the internet? I've reached the end of the internet. And that happened that. to me one time when I was taking computer science 110. You know, the one where they teach you how to make spreadsheets? That's at the end of the internet right there. <laughs> <laughs> And that was during the days of dial-up. You've got mail. Got mail. That has been a while. <laughs> Do you remember getting on the internet and somebody would pick up the phone to make a phone call and you'd be like, hang up the phone! Yeah. Or somebody would say, get off the internet, I have to call! Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now we've all got 
I, we don't even have a landline in this house. I know. We have Wi-Fi for computer. Our kids don't know what a phone jack is. And nope. I just heard a story about how somebody's young adult put the got the addresses reversed on the envelope that their child was mailing. So the one that they were mailing it to was in the from section and the one that oh, and they I've put their that. they put it opposite and missed a deadline for some kind of well all they did was mail it to themselves. Yeah, and she couldn't figure out why she didn't know why. Huh, her mother funny. her mother discovered it. Well, you put the address wrong. Oh. And then I also heard Actually, I think this was Ryan Seacrest on his TV show. Oh, Lord. He said he Why was... are you watching that? Well, it's on at work in the break room, oh, and okay. I was eating my breakfast. So, anyhow. He said he was on an airplane, had a newspaper, wanted to see the picture on the newspaper up close, so he put his two fingers on there and spread them apart like he was looking <laughs> at a photo on his phone. Then he said he got really embarrassed and hoped no one had noticed. Right. <laughs> he you was think like... He actually did that? I don't know, but the girl that... Kelly Ripa, whatever her name's. Yeah, I think that's her name. She said uh, that her daughter did that and said, Mom, the picture's broken. I can't zoom. <laughs> it was just a photograph. She's like, oh, my gosh, what are we coming to? Yeah. Poor kids. That's why we're going to start the backpacking. That's why we're going to start backpacking, take your kids out into the middle of the wilderness, drop Te- them off, and tell them, find your way back. Teach them how to use a flint and steel. Right. They need to have some zombie apocalypse skills. Teach them how to start fires. Teach them how to put out fires. Teach them how to... Be happy even when they're miserable and cold and wet. Teach them some (laughs) numb-choking skills. All that good stuff. Exactly. All right. Hope you guys follow along. Hope you enjoy it. Maybe I'll get a little more comfortable on these podcasts in the future. Highly doubt it. Whatever. Love you. (laughs) Adios. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining Nada Grande Outdoors Podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.nadagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.